And we're live. Painkiller nearly episode 17. Getting up there. Yeah, we've Getting done a few of there. these now. I enjoy these. I like these a lot. I do. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh, hey, I've got my uh, my bad joke to start with. Let's hear it. I actually think this is a good joke. I don't know if that means it'll be bad or good or whatever. Anyway, two fleas had an arrangement every winter to meet in Miami for a vacation. Last year, when one flea gets to Miami, he's shivering and shaking. The other flea asks, why are you shaking so badly? He explains, I rode down here from New Jersey on the mustache of a guy on a Harley. The other flea says, that's the worst way to travel. Do what I do. Go to a New Jersey airport bar, have a few drinks. While you're there, look for a nice stewardess. Crawl up her leg, nestle where it's warm and cozy. That's the best way to travel that I can think of. The flea thanks the other flea for the advice and says he'll give that a try next winter. So a year goes by, and when the first flea shows up to Miami, he's shivering and shaking again. He says, did you do what I told you to do? Yeah, I did exactly what you said. I went to a New Jersey airport bar. I had a few drinks. I found this nice young stewardess. I crawled up to her warm and cozy spot, and it was so nice and warm, and I fell asleep. And when I woke back up, I was in the mustache of a guy on a Harley. <laughs> that's a good one i like that one yeah so that means you failed again i had a bad one picked out but it's racist and i feel like the show's been so like ferguson related or i don't even know what else there was that i'm just like dude i don't want to like every show to be this so I'm shying away from a joke. Maybe that's bad. Yeah. yeah. So um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, you have two stories to tell, I guess. One... Oh, it was just a frustrating day. Like, like from the start, it was kind of frustrating. I, um, I had let my concealed carry permit expire, so mm -hmm. I went and reapplied for it a couple weeks ago. And it bounced back because of that arrest I had in 2008. Uh, the one where – so the deal was, if anyone hasn't heard this story, uh, I was con I had my concealed carry permit, which allows me to carry concealed or uh, open uh, in the state of Georgia and a bunch of other states. And I was in a Walmart, and um, what really happened was this. <laughs> the manager of the Walmart had something against my cousin. So let me tell you that story first, and then you'll understand why I got arrested. So my cousin meets this girl somewhere, whatever. She invites him back to her place. He goes. He's in her house, sitting on the couch with her, drinking beer. Must have been two hours they're sitting there on the couch, kind of get, kind of cozying up to one another, getting to know each other. They're not doing anything there. They're not touching, nothing physical. They're just talking, drinking beer, watching TV. There's a knock at the door. Oh, open up! She goes, oh, that's my boyfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> he goes, what? <laughs> what? What? Well, shit. So, like, and, and the guy, you know, he uses his key, comes on in, closes the door, and she's like, "This is Scott." Scott's like, "Sup?" <laughs> guy's like, "I'm Joe." <laughs> He's kind of like, look, everybody looks at each other. It's kind of awkward. And he goes, "I'm gonna grab a beer." He gets, so the 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 boyfriend goes into the kitchen, opens the refrigerator, all of his fucking beer's gone, oh. all of it. Scott is drinking his last beer right now. <laughs> like, 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 like this guy. It's one of those beer drinking families. So this guy's got his stash of Bud Light, and the life, the wife has her like Michelob Ultra or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like to a to a non drinker, that doesn't that doesn't mean shit to me. I'll drink it either way. But to a drinker, he just drank his fucking beer. 
So there's a little bit more awkwardness. Scott goes, well, ah, I'm all tuckered out. I think I'm going to hit the road, and he leaves. So as you can imagine, the Smart boyfriend... Smart move, I think. Of course. So as you can imagine, the boyfriend thinks the worst of Scott. Guess what the boyfriend does for a living? He is manager the manager Walmart. of Walmart. <laughs> he is the manager of Walmart. So we go walking into Walmart with our handguns, which we are 100% legally allowed to do, and this guy calls the cops because it's myself and Scott. He sees Scott. He's got it out for Scott. Otherwise, it wouldn't have, this wouldn't have happened. I don't even know what he said to the guy, to the cops, but when they discovered us in the electronics aisle playing Guitar Hero, they were a little... They, they want, I was trying to explain to them that how the licenses worked and the law and everything, and two of the cops, because there were three of them, uh, we're, we're listening to him. They were kind of nodding along and be like, yeah, I think you kind of... But then the other guy was like, absolutely not. Nope. Public <laughs> gathering. Says right there, can't take it to a public gathering. And That's I'm not what a like, public gathering is. And I'm like, well, a public gathering usually is something that you sell tickets to or like, you know, something like that. Fair, circus, political rally, that sort of thing. Nope, nope. I'm like, Walmart's not a public gathering. P Public's gathering here. So uh, I'll be taking them guns and taking you in as well. So turned out the next year, that guy beat a black man's eyeball out of his head with a knife oh. stick. He's a great guy. Real winner. I think his name's Dick. Go figure. <laughs> anyway, so like they, they take us to the police station, um, fingerprint us. Uh, you know, I've never been arrested ever before or since. Fingerprint us, uh, mug shots. I smile in my, in my mug shot. I'm like... <laughs> I told Scott, too. I was like, dude, you get in there, you fucking smile. I'm going to get us out of this. We didn't do anything wrong. It'd be a real tragedy if that uh, mugshot somehow got sent to me on Twitter. Just saying. It's, it doesn't exist because the whole thing got squashed. That's, uh -huh. that, that's what I'm getting to. So <clears throat> we, uh, we got out of jail. We didn't even have to go into jail. They were cool enough to, like, the, honestly, I'll tell you the real story on this part, too. The jail. Um, but if it gets squashed, it still exists. Like, I, I saw White Boy's mugshot, and he got off. Hmm. Carry on. No, no, no. This, this is a different scenario. Okay. So, um, the jail is a big room with lots of doors, and there's the, the 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 prisoners are supposed to be in their individual cells, but the the jail door system wasn't working, so it was a free for all back there, and there was like eight black dudes, and you could see them on the security camera. They were watching this live. They're like <laughs> throwing sh throwing shoes like. Like, like doing the like hel doing the helicopter with their shirts, like jumping up and down, like like stomping on stuff, and I'm like, you gotta put us in there. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need you belts. I'm like, you're not taking my belt. I'm gonna need that for a weapon. I was like, have something I can tie the belt to. Maybe I could, maybe I could have a flail. And, and the other guy was like, Larry, you ain't gonna put them back there, are you? <laughs> and I was like, my uncle is on the way. <laughs> I was like, he's he's up now. He's got his coffee. He's on the road. He'll be here. And I was like, all right, well, we don't have to put him back there, I reckon. So they let us sit in like the patrol room, unhandcuffed or anything, just chilling with him, talking. And um, so like this goes back to what I was saying earlier. I've never really been mistreated by the police in any way. They always seem really cool. Um, but this guy, the one guy, the one who was like pushing this whole thing, he was the dick. 
even when we were getting fingerprinted, like like we were having a conversation with the guy fingerprinting us, and we were all getting along really well. And he he like tucks his head in there. He's like, "They ain't giving you the trouble, are they?" <laughs> like like, because <laughs> if they are, yeah. I got my billy club. Beat his eyeball <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I'll knock an eye right the fuck out <laughs> that blonde one's head. You hear me, boy? <laughs> like, like this. He was so up for some crazy shit. Like, yeah. it was the Wild West for And all you did was play Guitar Hero with a gun on your hip. Yeah, absolutely. So we went to court, and uh, long story, at, at first, even in court, the, the probate judge didn't know the law. I literally, and don't let me fool you here, I, I, I'm not fucking Matlock. Um, I'm not, hmm. and, I, and I was so scared shitless uh, doing this whole thing. I won't spoil the story. Basically, he calls us up at the same time. Um, it was a surreal day in general because we were sitting in the courtroom and in front of us was an Elvis impersonator. I shit you not. Like, it was his off day, okay? He didn't have the jumpsuit on, but he <laughs> had the big collar popped. He had the sideburns, the glasses, the hair. He even looked a little like Elvis. And I didn't get to see what he did wrong because he's a Presley and my name starts with an M, so I went before him. But he calls us both up at the same time. We get up there and... He, he was like, I see you boys both entered a plea of not guilty, but I'm going to let you know them gun permits ain't no good in a Walmart. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to go down like this? <laughs> and the, the crime that you've committed is punishable by a $50,000 fine and whooped a one-year imprisonment in a state penitentiary. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Wow. I was like, I thought I, I thought I was coming here to get an apology, frankly. Uh, and I, and I Did you say that, though? Not the apology part. Uh -huh. I wanted to be respectful, uh -huh. but I started pulling out all the documents that I printed off off of the internet the night before, and started quoting the Georgia Attorney General and the and and a few of the statutes and a few of the previous legal cases, and I went on and on and on. And the judge even read it, and he was like, "Nah, nah, I don't know about all that." I was like, "Could you read this paragraph?" And he starts reading it silently. He's like, "Nah." nah. I was like, "Would you please read it out loud, sir, if I can hear it?" And he's like begrudgingly mm -hmm. read it out loud and he's like, well, I guess we're going to have to do some thinking about this. Looks like... And so then I had a panic attack and passed out, went unconscious. Did you really? Because, oh, yeah. They wouldn't give me any water. I kept asking for water like we don't oh, have Oh, I think I've heard here. this before. I go completely limp, unconscious, right as he's like saying that we, we, we're free to go. And uh, like a cop grabs one side of my belt loop, my cousin grabs the other, and they like drag me into this back room. And suddenly, Coca-Cola on ice, honey <laughs> bun, crackers, anything you wanted. There was a whole snack bar available for the people who were passing out. Like it was. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't get a glass of warm water a minute ago, but but now that I've fell unconscious, we've got a snack bar back here that's just for the cops and the and the judge, I guess. So and people I, who passed out. And people who passed out. So they gave, they, um, you know, they, he agreed that, that they were wrong. He gave me uh, uh, my guns back, and uh, they let the whole thing go. But I guess, um, I don't know, somebody just didn't press enter on something, so it showed up on my state record for some reason that there was this previous arrest, um, and it bounced back on my concealed carry permit. So i got to go take care of that tomorrow, um, which is weird because I've passed so many other background checks for my my licensing and whatnot like i've um like federal background checks state mm -hmm. background checks all that shit um so it's weird that they're just it's just something with the state of georgia they've got some kind of an issue going on so i gotta deal with that tomorrow which is a frustration because i'm supposed to be going and picking my phone poles up tomorrow for the uh the shooting range so i can hoist cars into the air 
<laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, there was then... more to this story. There was more to this fucking story, though, right? I think I got to the end of the... Yeah, so that's the end of the gun part of the story. And it gets... So that was the one frustrating thing of the day, that, that all that happened, uh, and that thing bounced back. So I got to go, go uh, down to the probate court tomorrow and get that fixed. And then um, I, uh, I was supposed to be here like an, like two hours ago, I think I said. I just went yeah. out to the, the store to get some ammunition, and I had a bunch of guns in the car, and I got pulled over. Um, I don't know why I got pulled over. He never told me why I got pulled over, and there was really no discussion of it. But um, Driving like, while have... white. He's like, do you have any weapons in the car? And I'm like, yes, I have a few in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you don't have how to tell many? Him? Uh, if he asked me, I, I have to tell him, yeah. Uh, in North Carolina, that's the conversation starter. You, you have to tell him immediately. Like at the start oh. of it, by law. But carry on. It may be here, but I don't tell them unless they ask. Okay. Um, so he asked me, and uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I got him back there. So we had to go and look at the guns and run all the serial numbers and make sure they weren't stolen or anything. Um, so that took like a good 40 minutes. He was a nice guy, though. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, he was impressed by the weaponry as well. I was, <laughs> I was like, you guys need to get one of these. You could... <laughs> Really, like suppress a riot or a mob of people or you know a bunch of looters or something like that. They wouldn't stand a chance. He was like, "You got a point there. You got a point." Big, I was big like, mobs in your <laughs> <He> area. Said, <laughs> like, like I was just, I was just kind of teasing him a little. He was like, "You got a point there." That's yeah. Some heavy ordinance. That's some heavy ordinance. You I got think there. when it's a bunch of cows, it's not a mob. It's a herd. <laughs> you could know, really suppress a herd. <laughs> Ninety-two Bessies coming down Main Street. Mow all down with this thing. I'm. Uh, I've almost got that gun running at like a hundred percent efficiency. I'd say I'm at about ninety percent right now, and um, I'm really looking forward to the point where I'm a hundred percent happy with it and. I can get. I'm gonna get an ammo box to go under. I'm talking about the big belt-fed machine gun. Mm -hmm. So, what do you mean by 100% efficiency? Like how often it jams? Um, or yeah, exactly. Like if I if I put a hundred round belt in it, it might it'll probably jam at least once. It'll jam at least once. What's the unjam process? Do you just like rack the the action or yeah, just pulling it back and letting it go again, and you're good to go. Okay. So it's it's super fast going again, you're but I don't in like there with that. With a screwdriver, it, like yeah. Nah. No, nah, it's nothing like that. Um, and the reason it's doing that is just because it's new and it's built tightly. So the bolt is riding back and forth between these two rails. And you, through use, it has to wear itself a groove in there that it's going to be perfect in. Well, it, I'm, I'm, this isn't news to you, but a lot of guns are like that. And it surprised me. You would think that the day you bring a gun home from the store is as perfect as it's ever going to be. I don't like that shit. That's not true at all. It, 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 I don't know. When you say you don't like it, you mean you wish it was not that way? I don't have I, the only gun I've ever had that that's like that is this gun, and I mean this oh. is a this is a handmade machine gun, so like that. Not it's, me. I I, I want to say my my Smith and Wesson M&P9 was like that, and I, mm -hmm. I was shooting some sort of like remanufactured bullet, so that could be a piece of it. But now everything goes through that gun. That gun is in the I don't even know. Like I feel like I lose count. Four thousand rounds, six thousand rounds in a row without a malfunction. You know that yeah. gun is. That gun is one you'd pull, you'd bring in the dark with you. Um, my Smith, I have an 870, a Remington 870, uh, that shotgun. That thing was pretty unreliable at first. That and, was weird. That was so weird for me. But I experienced something similar. Keep going, though. Yeah, and now it, it kind of works. It's another gun I grab in the dark. You know, like I, I trust that gun now. So, um, oh, and my, um, that little LCP I had, I still have, that thing, you know, would 
it would stovepipe like every now and then yeah, or something. Now, now that you mention it, yeah. When I first got mine, but it seemed like the break-in period on that thing was only like fifty rounds. It didn't seem because I it know might it might be. Uh, it might have been higher for me, like a hundred or hundred and fifty. But um, uh, it's definitely broken now and it's reliable again. But still, you know, it's just uh. So I've had you know, in, my guns count as much smaller than yours, and I probably have had more guns that needed break-in. So yeah. your AK was a weird scenario too. Did you ever do anything about that? I did. There's um, apparently they modified like the. Can I guess? What did yeah. it have anything to do with the um, with the uh, gas system? Not exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, so when it cycled, the you know what I could grab it and maybe show you. Sure. I can be entertaining. So. I got on Amazon and I needed a new knife. And I hope you put me on the screen or this is going to be silly. Uh, I needed a new knife. So I got this Kershaw uh, thing. And I really, really like it. It's uh, I'm not sponsored by Kershaw. Kershaw. I'm actually kind of sponsored by SOG. But this thing is cool. I like that it's orange. Um, I like that it's kind of difficult to close. You've got to do a little thing down here with your thumb to close it. I like that it's got a uh, a lock right here that you can slide so that you can't open it. And uh, I like that it's kind of a assisted open, so I've just got to pull a little bit right here on this thing and get it open. I like that so, knife. I like that So that's my lot. new knife, and I'm digging it so far. So uh, apologies to you audio-only people. Patreon, PKA, no, patreon.com slash PKA. You'll get the video. But anyway, this is my AK. And uh, under this cover here... I guess there was an issue in that when this slid back, when it hit like back here, it hit really hard. So what they did is they put some big like rubber thing back here. Mm -hmm. And um, do you remember I told you I went to that place that, that sold silencers, but they didn't have any in yeah. stock. So I never ended up going through with it. Yeah. Um, I also brought this AK in and I'm like, you know, do you guys fix guns or work on it or whatever? And there were like, like the store had like five customers and they're all like, bring it in. They all wanted to take a look at it, you know, and see. And one guy's like, can I make a guess? Before I told him anything, he's like, is it American made? I'm like, yeah. He's like, is it IO Inc. or whatever it is? I'm like, yeah. He's like, does it have a thing in it? I'm like, oh. and, uh, <laughs> and I took it to him and he's like, yep, this little rubber thing right here. So what used to happen is this would come back and, and hit. Oh, it kind of stuck right there. With such force that... Um, that uh, it would like sort of beat itself to death back here in some situations. So to deal with it, they put a little rubber bumper in there. But then that created the other problem where it didn't cycle sometimes. So they're like, take that rubber bumper out. It'll be 100% reliable. But be advised, it might not last forever. You might not get like, you know, 30,000 rounds out of it or something. So, uh, so whatever. I, uh, I haven't shot it again since because it's not easy to shoot. You know, for me, it's a big ordeal until I move. But I got uh, a silencer for that motherfucker. For this? Yeah. How would you attach it? Does this screw off? Maybe the end? There may. Yeah, I think so. I, I honestly don't know, but we could make it happen. Just, <laughs> we just would have thread that barrel. I think this screws off really easy. I'm actually unscrewing it now. I'm not going to mess with it, but it it has a um. I don't know if you can see it. There's a little like button. Yeah, you can totally see it. That little button. It yeah. presses in, and then this thing spins. Huh. And I bet it screws right off, but I won't mess with it. Anyway, I'm sure one of my silencers will go on there. 
So yeah, I think... I definitely did a thing, and my AK is ready to test. Uh, beyond that, we'll see. Nice. So, uh, oh, I got my mower at the new house today. And uh, I swear, I, I fear that mower talk is a little dull, but it was quite the ordeal, man. Like, I, I have an 18-foot trailer, which is nice for moving the big things, but overkill for small things. And stuff like backing it into my backyard at my current house kind of sucks. You know, in, in my head, I was like, I'll have a big trailer. and I'll handle any job. You, know, you can put a small thing on a big trailer, <laughs> but you can't put a big thing on a small trailer. Turns out, maybe I wish I had two trailers. <laughs> so, uh, I... I Long story short, I managed to back it up, and in my um, in my yard, like my plan, that no normal human can lift that big normal that big yellow lawnmower. It's a flail mower, uh, like it, no human. At, I don't know. It's eight feet something long and um, between eight hundred and twelve hundred pounds. I'd, I'd guess. So uh, my first step was to take a like a ratchet strap you'd use to tie down a tractor i just looped it around and started like you know going 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 cranking 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 and it was a lot of work like every time i cranked it it moved like half an inch and uh and every crank was a good pull like it's you know, <laughs> like a child couldn't do it i don't think like jackie couldn't have done it like it took like a a grown male strength to, to, to just sit here and, and rock this thing. And I got, I moved it about four feet and I was like, I'm getting a little winded here. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> and I've got like 20 feet to go. I was like, Son Oh God. Of... Yeah. Like, cause the oh, trailer... I get it. you're dragging it across the ground with the strap. Yes. Yeah. Why didn't you attach the strap to it and then drag it with a vehicle? Well, the thing is it's attached to the, to the truck. Right. So, um, if you were to say like, unattach it to the truck then it, the trailer would move around when you dragged onto it like it, you almost need a spare vehicle or something to i don't know how you do that um but i did come up with a plan i oh. <laughs> after after i wish i had videotaped it but i i untook the winch my truck has a winch in the front of it and i'm like wait a minute so i, I take the winch and i i bring it underneath the truck underneath both axles <laughs> <laughs> all the way back across my 18 foot trailer and a couple feet of yard and i hook it onto the to the um to the mower and jackie's sitting in the car working the winch because i've got it all wired up nice and everything where you can operate the winch from inside the truck and uh i'm just like all right give me five seconds let's see what it does and you and the thing starts dragging forward and, uh, and and there's resistance too like you know when you go to a like a tractor pull i've never been to a tractor pull but i've seen them on tv like all that dirt builds up in front of the big sled that they pull that's what yeah. this mower's doing like it's digging into the ground and there's like a i don't know five cubic feet of dirt and stuff in front of the mower and uh the winch is just powering through i'm checking it every so often to make sure i'm not ripping my bumper off but it worked great i'm like oh, i'm getting cocky like all right five seconds five give me 10 seconds give me 15 seconds and i'll be you no know, muscling it like you know where i want it to be on the trailer and and eventually and i'm thinking to myself like is the only truck on PKA that can do this, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that winch is impressive. That must I, be a good winch. I love I, that winch. It's an 8,000-pound winch by Warren. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I would have never thought to run it under the truck, though. That's cool. That's what I ended up doing. And uh, yeah. I, I have a, um, a winch line that has, like, a, like a sleeve on it. So the the cable pulls hurt the inside the sleeve. And mostly the uh, – it's uh, it looks almost like a, a rope that you would have behind a ski boat. But um, but in reality, it's much stronger than that. So anyway, protected it as it rubbed against the different metal here and there. 
and nice. uh, pulled it up and it took the, now that now it's still sitting on the mower. The, I'm sorry, the mower is still sitting on the trailer at the new house. But I got a thing for that too. For my big tractor has a front end loader, and uh, the uh, people who don't know what a front end loader is, it's the uh, like that big bucket on the front of a tractor. Like you've probably seen a loader in on construction sites, and it picks things up and you can drop it, and they, you know it goes like this and grabs. Anyway. That thing has like a standard attachment. It's called a quick attach, I think, and um, like a skid steer quick attach. So I can just take that bucket off and put like pallet forks on the front. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put pallet forks on it, lift the thing away. And I probably could have done a similar thing with a bucket and a chain, but pallet forks will be useful elsewhere. So yeah, t- tomorrow, I think, I'll uh, put the pallet forks on the tractor, lift the mower out and put it down and then attach it to the back of the tractor and play with it a little bit. I got a little long grass here and there. So I, I one thing to be um, concerned about if you I know you have, so when you've got if you've got a lot of weight on your um, on the on the forks or whatever you're right. going to use the tractor, you want to keep that as low to the ground as possible. And if you and when, if you do reverse, like say if you pick it up and you don't don't um, and you're going to reverse, don't cut the wheels too sharply or the whole tractor will flip over. It could okay. flip over if it's enough weight and your tractor doesn't weigh enough. I. Um, but Thank you. What I would, I what you could do. I'm in good shape. I mean, we're talking about a 1,200 pound thing, and it's like a 5,000 pound tractor. I don't think it's gonna flip it. But when but, it's high, and when you. Yeah, I hear you. But I, it like, won't go like that a bucket high. of water, a bucket oh, of water, especially if you go all the way high. Like I see what you're talking about. I'm just lifting yeah. it over the side of the trailer and setting it down. I think yeah. I'll be okay. But it's still a good thing to know. Um, another way you can do it is if you just had your straps um, attached on, on the back of your bucket. There's probably like some, at least on mine, I don't know. There's like they're like it's the chains, uh, it's the hooks that are on the end of chains a lot. Those uh-huh. are like welded b- facing backwards on the bucket so that you can hook other chains to it really easily. And what we'll do is just wrap a couple of straps on something like that and attach it to the bucket and lift it maybe six inches and then drive the trailer out from under it. Then you can just sit it straight down. That's, That's what the- we do with the piano. That's a good idea too. I'll look at my bucket and see if it has something like that. I don't have any chains, but I will need to buy them. So you can use straps too. They get all torn up. I, I don't know. So my I have a, a lot of experience. Knot you've got to tie a special knot, huh? Yeah, I have you a lot make, of experience. Make a loop and then tie it in a knot, and then you got it. In off roading, we recovered vehicles a lot from like either mud or being flipped over or just stuck on an obstacle. So. A lot of that translates. Like you use a lot of the same equipment that you'd probably use on a farm, like the different clevis pins and the straps and whatever. So, uh, but I'm also like real familiar with how even just water makes those nylon straps a lot weaker. I think in a farm situation, they probably don't... weaker. Hang on, you mm-hmm. think that water makes them weaker? It does, yeah. Like if, if for example, you're pulling from like a mud situation and the whole nylon strap gets like wet. Yeah, because I know that cotton does the opposite. Like, like if oh, you really? take cotton and then you like, um, like if you take a cotton uh, cloth and you you make it damp and then you like roll it up into sort of a, a rope, mm-hmm. it's much it's much much stronger. You can uh, oh, that's you interesting. Can it around things and yeah, those toaster. It's like a well known thing in the off roading area, and people have tested it too. The thing is that the so those I've never seen straps, one break. They're flexible. I've seen a break, and they're dangerous too because they um when they break, there's all this loaded up like energy, so it, yeah. it springs and it's like ghost ship, you know, but with a nylon strap and and it snaps. You you're supposed to hang like a weighted blanket on it when you use it. Um, we would either do nothing and just stay in clear, 
or sometimes someone would throw like a winter coat on it, like a good card heart. And, and that would suck a lot of the energy out. But I've seen a couple yeah. of those break. I've seen um, a bunch of uh, the wire rope. That's what they call a cable. But a wire rope on a winch, those break a lot. And uh, Oh, and I've seen the kind that I have too, the nylon wire, the nylon rope on a winch. Those break nice because when they break, the, like there's no stored energy in it. They just fall to the ground. It's like a limp sort of like restful break, except for whatever you're towing falls. I was um, speaking of the cable. I was worried that I was going to buy a bunch of expensive cable to do this thing where I want to hoist the cars and stuff. You think? And then I remember, but then I remembered I've got all that cable from my zip line, and that's oh. good cable. Yeah, I, got, I bet. I got a huge spool of that. So hey, I want to hear a story. So okay, uh, Kitte went to oh god, <laughs> <laughs> went to had Thanksgiving Kitty. in Colorado. Cheap ticket. She went to Colorado for Christmas. No, for Thanksgiving. So she, yeah, she went. Um, long story short, um, her friend lost her uh, passport, and so they couldn't fly back together. So Wait. they're having to drive back together. Well, there's more. Not long story short, that's not how we do this, baby. So, so she got a ticket, and it was unusually cheap. Yes, she had, she had gotten a really cheap ticket to go out there, and uh, and I guess she didn't get a cheap ticket on the way back because her friend her friend lost the passport, so she's sticking with her. So they've got to drive. But she her ticket wasn't round trip, right? Yeah, her ticket was round trip. Oh, I thought I, I misunderstood. Yeah, the I... reason she's having to come back is because her friend lost the passport. So, but why do they need a passport to fly from Colorado to Georgia? Because they're from Canada. Her oh. friend's from Canada, so, so it's not a U.S. That, that's her identification. Yeah, I guess you'd need a passport. To, I, I didn't even know if they check for that stuff from, like, inter-country inter stuff. No, intra-country flights. Well, they need identification. I think that's... I don't know. Driver's I, I, license. I know, that, I know that that was the issue, so it must be. In oh, any case, yeah. it's like a 27-hour 20, <laughs> drive? If they're going to drive it all back? I feel bad. They are. Kitty doesn't they're doing do it right well. now. Kitty right gets now. all, like old and crickety and she if you drive her for a while she can't even walk yeah she won't be able to she's gonna be in rough shape after this she is gonna come home and go, go hit that jacuzzi so either i don't know what they were gonna do last time i talked to her she said they were either gonna they were gonna get to chattanooga tennessee and they were gonna decide how they felt and perhaps stay there for the night or they might continue onward and it was gonna be like 2 a.m before they got here uh, so mm. it's a real, that's a long drive. Now, I still think that the drive that I made to, uh, on the way back from, New, uh, on the way back from Boston is one of the most <laughs> hardcore drives. Like, I feel like a fucking road warrior after that shit. Now you have driven for like 37 hours straight to like Arizona <laughs> desert, right? <laughs> Yeah, you still yeah but we switched out with like three or four guys. Like, like it's a buddy system where like nobody does more than three hours. <laughs> we had, me and Woody had a buddy system too. I, I rocked him I was gently to sleep as I, as I cruised <laughs> I, I-85 and I-95 almost, to an, almost across to Canada. I, like, I had an excuse or something. I think I was working like legendarily hard or something at the time. Uh, I, I might have been, I only had a few hours sleep when you picked me up, but I had more when you finished driving. Yeah, so I drove. I, I drove from uh, from Georgia to. to I'm sorry, uh, Kyle. To North Carolina. I was a bad partner. Up. 
and then we drove to Boston. And I gotta say, like, like especially for our international viewers, it's I think it's about an 18 or 19 hour drive, and, and this is at um, interstate highway speeds, the fastest we're allowed. I don't, I can't convert kilometers for you, but it's 70 miles per hour. At that speed, it took uh, like 21 hours to get there with traffic, and on the way back. I, it was it was something like it was something like that as well because somehow we ended up go, we ended up going into a state we shouldn't even been in. Yeah, or oh, it was terrible. And was plus, it was like I want to say it was like Delaware or something. So Delaware, we went, oh Delaware, we went into Delaware and Delaware. If you don't know, is a peninsula. So we're like driving to the and I'm like, oh man, you couldn't just turn back and route. You had to backtrack. <laughs> Because there's a fucking body of water. I think the Chesapeake Bay is and in the And I remember there was so. some discussion at one point about, like, maybe there's a bridge. Yeah, or a tunnel <laughs> or something. Both, and then we both looked and we were like, I was like, what if there was a tunnel that was that long? We'd know about it. There'd be a Discovery <laughs> Channel thing or something. Like, we'd have heard. There's no bridge. There's no tunnel. <laughs> And because we've been doing this interstate highway speeds forever, and then suddenly it's country. It's yes. like red lights, and there's an Applebee's, and yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is wrong. And, and by this the way, once we discovered that we had to, like, get back on the right track, it, it, I mean, it was just more red lights and Applebee's and stuff like that. For a long time, we were not making good time. And to this day, I, like, so at the time, I thought you were at fault, and you thought I was at fault. And I almost don't know what the right answer is now. So I think I set the GPS correctly. I'm certain of that. And then you like double checked it or something. You messed with the GPS and we got the wrong address in there. And then, um, but I was the navigator. So it was like, even though you were the last to touch the GPS, navigation was my job and it went wrong. So I, yeah, I, you have two jobs, navigation and the, and the music. <laughs> uh. I, I always I used to tell my girlfriend like like whenever we get lost I'd freak out like like jokingly of course but I'd scream especially if we had passengers who weren't in on the, our little like private joke I'd be like God damn it I'm the captain you're the fucking commander you're my number one you're my number <laughs> one you gotta have that map you gotta know where we are inertial dampeners the whole thing I think like, I got part of this speech. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't in on the job. I was definitely called number one at some point. <laughs> That's a thing that happened. It's Star Trek, you know, it's like Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like yeah, yeah. Call, yeah, it's number Riker. one. If yeah. number one doesn't get us to where we've got to go, it's number one's fault. It's <laughs> what do you say? So there is a screw up in there. That would have been LaForge's job, honestly. But in any case, it it. it we we did get turned around. I I didn't feel I wasn't mad about anything. It was a fucking adventure anyway. It's like yeah. I don't care what's a few more hours. I wish Joe won that fight. That would have made that trip so perfect. Yeah, it was I mean everything I went Joe. pretty well except for well actually no it didn't. Everything went pretty poorly. We our steak dinner <laughs> went well. That happened yes. well. But everything else was shit. What, Do you remember what happened with the hotel? Uh, yes! Oh my gosh! There was, like, a fight! Like, like some guy was, like, passionately oh. arguing, right, when we got there. And then I got there, and they, they're they like, you know, I'm sorry, like, the, the no, room dude, is booked. No, that's the second hotel. That was the hotel that had... Wasn't that the hotel that actually did have the room for us? Or Oh, was it? I, I know, I, I remember I, I, I gave the guy... Was, I, maybe I, that was the first hotel. We had a reservation, 
but they didn't have a room for us. I'm like, but we have a reservation. And they're like, right. Well, we had more reservations than rooms. I'm like, do you know how reservations work? I like, felt like I was stuck in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, I copied the line from Seinfeld, from the car rental scene. And I don't I was think like, you know what a reservation is. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how this works? <laughs> you know, I reserve it and you set it aside for me. How can there be no room set aside for us? And, uh, it was, it, and you've got to understand... A spe Woody had had a few naps, but I'm sure he was very road-weary because yeah, we've yeah. been sitting in the car for 20 hours. I had been driving this whole time. My neck is all crunched up from, like, you know, because it was rough. Stress. I never drove through goddamn Washington, D.C. and New Jersey and New Boston. York. I drove through New York. We got, we, we got off the road in New York and got a little lost for a minute. We saw some <laughs> shit. We were, over, we were only off the highway for 10 minutes, and we saw some stuff. I there was some criminal activity going on there. I didn't need that. I felt like I was on an episode of The Wire. Like, and we weren't too far from where they filmed that shit at one point. Fucking that driving was in Baltimore. East... Yeah, at Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we drove through the entire East Coast. Yeah. But, but, but we got there, and, and this lady was like, you know, no room. And I'm just like, <laughs> really? Really? And I, really? You know, I didn't else? get what I Maybe expected. Maybe there's some big guy that wants to come beat me up a little on my way out. Like, like, <laughs> Is my car on fire downstairs? Is that what happened to? With, if like, there's no room, I'm expecting like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to put you up at this other hotel. We're going to comp you or we're going to upgrade you or like we're going to yeah. make this right. I wanted the, to kiss my ass when, yeah. they, when they wronged me. I was you getting more me, of a, my ass. sorry, bro, no room. You're going to have to figure yeah. something out. And it's and like, meanwhile, there's this other guy over here who has a beef, has, has a beef with the staff of his own. Do you remember what his beef was? He ordered a soup That's and a right. sandwich. He ordered soup and a sandwich. He finished his sandwich, and the soup was ice cold. He's yeah. like, I didn't order it because Spacho. He's like, the soup <laughs> is ice cold. Yeah. And the guy's like, he goes like, but you ate the sandwich. He's like, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but apparently, like, like. Oh, he ate the soup. It took too, a long time for the soup to get there. Like, like. Like, uh, no, the, the whole thing. They're like, I ordered this thing. It took two hours to get there, and the soup was ice cold. So you know what happened is the kitchen made it, like, set it on the pickup counter, and then two hours went by, and the soup got ice cold. Yeah. And, and you know, but it, and they, they're just bad at customer service, you know? Like, it, they were being shitty to him. Like, like they, they, the guy was getting, the manager was getting ready to throw this guy out of the hotel, like, right. over, this, over this cold food scenario. They, they should have been like, look, we'll comp it. We'll send you fresh soup. Yeah, make it how right? much does that soup cost? I, like, dude, it's probably ramen noodles or something, right? Like thirty yeah. cents. Do you remember that hotel chain? Do you remember? Was no. it the? God, we should know so we could talk shit about them, and maybe <laughs> they'd lose. They'll lose at least was one. Was it a Ramada? Let's not talk shit about them until we know for sure. I'm sure uh, we've got like email records or something. Fuck them though. They were shitty. They were and terrible. And finally, after Woody and I were like, you know, this is no good. Like, like you're fucking us here. Like, come on. You, is there somebody we can talk to? Like, we're polite. Maybe you could be polite, and maybe you could not keep fucking us in the ass. The guy was like, hurts. The guy like came on Woody's back and decided he didn't, want any, he didn't want any from me. So like, he gave he sent us across town somewhere else. And like, there's the ad. There was a little bit of added stress because it's like, it's one two in the morning, something like that. We got to be at this fight tomorrow, and like. Uh, we, I'm almost out of gas, and like gas yeah. stations aren't plentiful, and we don't want to make pit stops. We want to get a room. We want like bed. We get. We finally get to the hotel. Remember what they told us? I don't know what you're thinking of. We've only got a king room. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've only got a king room, just one big bed. And I was like, well, I'll sleep on the fucking fold-out then. I'll sleep on the fold-out. Let's just go to sleep. And then they wanted to charge me for both rooms. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I'm Those like, you can't charge me for both rooms. It's not a thing. And uh -huh. uh, they're like, well, I don't know. You had a reservation there. Then you decided to change hotels. I'm like, you're going to... <laughs> like, they, 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 no. they I'm like, look, I, I wasn't even stressed about it. I'm like, this isn't even a problem. You know, if you don't get this worked out, I'll work it out with my credit card. But you guys are not getting double paid. You yeah, know, I would rather I would rather go to court. I'd rather hire law lawyers than to have them get their three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, I would. I, whatever it took. It. it <laughs> I was being wrong. I was. You know, I wasn't mad. Well, I guess I was mad, but I wasn't acting mad. It was just like this isn't gonna work. You are not gonna get double paid. The guy sent me here because he didn't have a room. If you think I'm paying for both, you're in, you're insane. Yeah, you should be discounting the one shitty room you were able to exactly to give us. You this the room you gave us last night should be free. And then if you really valued me as a customer, you should make sure that the next time I came, you took care of me too. Like I should have some coupons being handed out, right. motherfucker. Upgrade. I shouldn't get hassled right now. Fuck you and your shitty chain of hotels. Because <laughs> I think they, they were owned by a conglomerate, and like they, we went to. We, just for namesake, we like left a Radisson and went to like a sister hotel that was a Hampton or something like that. Like it seemed like the hotels didn't even match. It was so, there was that so like I don't know when we got to sleep, but we definitely overslept into the next day. Like I, I, you didn't wake up and I didn't wake up either. It was like a, it was like eleven thirty a.m. before we got up. <laughs> I have another joke. All right. Is it is it worth doing a double joke? I think it is. Double joke. On a farm, there's a horse and a chicken, and they're best friends. And they're walking along one day, and the horse ends up falling in quicksand. The chicken tries to pull him out to no avail, and he looks back, and he sees the farmer's F-150 with a 12-inch lift and huge tires. He says, hold on, buddy. I'll be right back. The chicken runs over to the truck, hops in, drives over to the quicksand pit, throws the horse a rope, and pulls him out. The horse says, thank you so much, my friend. Two days later, they're walking along, and the chicken winds up in quicksand he yells to the horse get the truck but the horse says i don't know how to drive a stick hold on i've got another idea so the horse stretches his legs out over the pit and then he works up a hard on and the chicken reaches up grabs onto the horse's dick and the horse pulls him out so the moral of the story is you don't need a big truck to pick up chicks if you're hung like a horse <laughs> get it the chicken is the chick and the hung like yeah i 100 i get it i get it <laughs> It was just. Oh, did I hit my bad mark? Maybe I hit my yeah. bad mark. Yeah, I felt like it was just foul. Oh no! Duh, you called my chicken joke foul. I I see what you did there. A little pun. Um, huh? Do we need a new topic? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I think we've. Um, my. I don't want There's a few things that happen in the news, but I like to save that stuff for PKA. Um, I'm I like trying to, to think. I, I like I like that these are kind of like the like what happened to us this week kind of uh, talk. Yeah, right. I'm still fussing with my Time Warner. Like, I loved my Time Warner guy, and every time I talk to him, I'm happy again. So he has that skill about him, but I'm not getting what I really need. You know, so so maybe you would have done this better. But he hands me a bunch of um. He, he emails me, I'm sorry. He emails me like seven easements that I'm supposed to get signed. And to me, I see him and think like, all right, I'm, I know which of those that like the line crosses. 
And uh, it's like, all right, so I'll get those signed. And I did, right? So we get those signed, but they have to be notarized. So I get mine notarized and I mail it in. And he gets, the, the, my neighbor gets his notarized and mails it in. And already it's like, notary, really? Jesus, fuck. Yeah, that's a real hassle. Yeah. Well, it also has to be recorded. Do you know what that means? No. Neither did, did I. It means you have I'm to hoping take that it, these oh, notarized okay. documents to Wake County, which is where I live, and the county like records it and does something yep. and whatever. And uh, by the way, I'm supposed to convince like six neighbors to get this thing signed and notarized and recorded at the county before he starts. I've and had to do something similar. Did you? And yeah, I'm like, it was, it was something for the business. Okay, but. It's a real hassle for me. And I don't know these people. I don't live here. They're all new to me. And I'm asking them for this like big favor type thing. And, and some of them want it. Maybe, I hope. Some don't. Uh, the ones that did it already, I knew that they wanted it. So that it was an easy sell. They are getting. Uh, they have like terrible DSL service. And they'll get great Time Warner service. So that's good. Um, the other ones, I've knocked on their door. But I haven't called them at home yet. And one of them, there's no house there. It's an empty lot. But in my head, I'm mostly thinking, Time Warner, how is this my problem? Like, why am I now a recruited Time Warner salesman knocking door to door, trying to get people to sign, notarize, and record easement documents for him? Like, it, it, That's bullshit. He's got a project, and he's got you doing his, like, uh, yeah. his logistics. No, fuck, that's bullshit. It's killing me uh, here. And I, I, I've already I, gotten... I misspoke. I didn't have to do exactly something like that. I I was more talking about having to get the uh, everything recorded. Like go, I I've had to go get lots of documents notarized and then walk them from office to office of like county and state uh, uh, bureaus and shit. But what you're doing is going door to door and 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 telling these. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, and so, nobody wants that. You you know what it'd be like. Like I guess like once you. Starting the conversation must be must be like a hassle because nobody wants somebody knocking on the door talking right. to them. They probably think they probably think you're a salesman at first. I, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I, you're I like. Have, I've got it in my head. I'm gonna kick it off with, "Hey, I'm Woody, your new neighbor. Nice to meet you." And then what? Like, hey, your hey, home I'm is Woody, beautiful. Your new neighbor, nice to meet you. Look, <laughs> I need a I, favor. I, I'm, I uh, I moved I just moved into the down the down the road. I work off the internet, and so I I've found out a way to get some really fast internet through here. Yeah. And I'm just making sure that everybody here was gonna be okay with faster internet being available <laughs> for everyone. Don't you think Would you that be okay with that? a little salesy though? I I I don't want to be transparent like that. I want to be like, look, I work on the internet. You know, I I need to be able to live stream here and whatever. And I am funding faster internet. Everyone here is gonna have access to it, but. You know, to get access to it, you have to sign and notarize this, and and that's the deal. But I I, I want to be to Sean like maybe this is your job to sell this stuff. I I don't know why I'm suddenly involved in getting all these easements yeah, signed and notarized. Yeah, shouldn't this be included in that that sum of monies that I'm I'm giving you? Like, right. Like, and and seems like I don't know. So oh, and then there's a thing where like it seems like a couple of times I talk to him, he's like, I'll get you these things today. And then it doesn't happen. All right, all right, today, today. I'm so sorry, an emergency came up. It's like, all right, motherfucker. There have been a couple emergencies that have come up. You know what your emergency is now? Me. Me. I am your current emergency. And uh, and I've taken, I'll call them three times a day. Like, yeah. you know, I just, oh, I totally would. You yeah. know what you need? What, what I would do? I would, I would just, just, I would have someone else call them a couple times a day and say that they were, were like working for you. Like, like really hammer it home. I feel hmm. like if someone else, hey, I'm calling from uh, Mr. Johnson's office. 
we're just, uh, you know, we're all waiting on the, uh, the blah, blah, blah forms. I, I, would, I would really try to drive it home. I, I hate when, when, when stuff happens like that, and I'm just having to keep, like, fucking pushing you to do your job. Just do your fucking job. Yeah. It's your job. Do your job. You don't... You're on a salad. Come on, let's go. <laughs> it's 30 to 90 days to get this thing installed. And to me, it's been 30 so far. But See, to that's them, shit anyway. wait, there's more. To them, it hasn't started yet. They're like, no, no, 30 to 90 days after you have all these documents you know, notarized and signed and recorded and this stuff. And you pay the <laughs> bill. I can't get an invoice from them. I'm like, I want to let me write you a freaking check and you get started. Go do your job. But I, it's, this is the problem with monopolies, man. You know, I guarantee you, like, if, <laughs> if there were two competing services here and one of them involved getting seven neighbors to sign and notarize and record stuff just to buy a service and the other one involved just making a phone call, the first person would never have a customer. They are really... Um some of the scummiest of, of people, <laughs> it seems. Not just, it's, I think people in general are just scummy because it seems unusual that this telecommunication internet company just happens to be composed of the scummiest of motherfuckers because there's a couple of them in different regions and they're all scummy motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not that. It's just that people in general are pretty scummy and when you give them a monopoly, they, they ooh scum. And that's what they're doing because it's like those you've seen those the, the those videos and it's like extreme satire. It's like hi, I'm I'm Gabe from Comcast. Yeah, I don't give a I don't give a fuck. And like <laughs> it goes on, it, it just keeps going like that. He's like I don't care if you do this, I don't care if you do that because we've got a blah blah. We've got this oligarchy and we all agree to do this and go fuck yourself because what else are you gonna do? Yeah, that that's exactly the situation that I'm dealing with now. He's just you know <laughs> I'm late and I just telling him I was like the trouble is you have monopoly. And, you know, like, it, I can't imagine, I told him, if I was trying to buy a car and I had to get all my neighbors to agree and notarize and take stuff to the county before I could work with you, you know, you'd never sell a thing. And he's like, well, that's just our process. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm done with See, that's the kind of thing that makes you want to go road warrior and just say, forget the family, the, the, the normal life, the whole world. I'm going to make them pay. <laughs> <laughs> Like and like once you've blown up like the third corporate office, you're just like, that's just my process. <laughs> I, I was fussing <laughs> at him. I was like, look, man, you, you've got to get uh, this rolling. Yeah. It's been a month already. I have two houses. I don't live where I want to live. I, you know, <laughs> what are we waiting for? You know, let's do this. And, and he's, I'll talk to my supervisor. But I guarantee you, I'll be calling him. To, I'll probably call him two or three times tomorrow, just that to make sucks. sure things are going. It's so shitty. Yeah. Uh, on the bright side, I don't know if I told you. I told. I know I told Chiz, but my boat cell didn't go through. The one that I thought was done. Oh no. Everything. No, it didn't go through. But there's a new one that seems to be more promising at a higher price. Um, a higher price in December. I wouldn't have predicted that. Well, he raised the the starting price, so he'd have more wiggle room. Mm -hmm. And I guess this particular customer is just likes the boat. The the previous cell didn't go through because um, the alcohol stove wasn't in there or something or some way of taking it or I didn't understand I didn't, and I didn't, frankly I didn't care because I was like you said you had it sold it was done. Like, you mm -hmm. said there's a done deal and to expect the check in like 18 days and now there's like no deal? I was like how did we dissolve this quickly? Uh, so so uh, he said something about the stove not being there or needing to be replaced or being an expensive addition I don't know which I thought I had a stove in any case, uh, there seems to be a new deal in the works that, that seems promising for a couple thousand more dollars. So I'll end up with 20, 22. 
I bought my kids a pimp Christmas present today. Um, Should you stay? I don't think it's going to get back to them. I think we're going to do Christmas a little early and it doesn't have to stay a secret that long. But don't ruin their mm. Christmas if you can avoid it, listeners. It's a lot of trust, but they don't really listen to my listeners much. Um, I got them a go-kart. I God, thought so. Yeah, yeah. it's a pretty yeah. pimp thing. It's the the adult-sized hammerhead go-kart. Uh, I don't know if people know it. I wonder if I can find a picture. Um, this is going to be great. Is it two-seater? Yeah, two-seater. It's a good one. It has like a five-point harness and everything. Perfect. Um, it, it's got the whole roll cage and everything? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, that's great. It's got a Dude, roll cage. Roll it immediately. It's so much fun. <laughs> Um, huh. I like to take those things off a side of a hill and just cut the wheel sharp and let it roll. It's so much fun to roll <laughs> all those things over. So it is this one, but in blue. Let's see here. Oh, nice, oh, this right? Is, oh, this is different than I than what I think of as a. This I, is weird looking. This is like a, a crossover go kart. Yeah, I, I wanted something with a suspension to, so, you know. Yeah, you so, so for those that can't see, if I describe this, it looks a it's got a a hood, kind of like a Volkswagen dome down hood. I, that's and a it's decorative thing mostly, but go on. It, but it's got headlights, it's got suspension, it's sitting up kind of high, it's got off road tires on it, like like pretty Push fat ones, start. especially in the back. And uh, does it have netting that goes around the side? It doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe that's something we could pimp it out with. Yeah, you want to keep your arms in there, but but <laughs> otherwise, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a nice one. They made three models, and um, well, that one's smaller than the one I got. Uh, they made three models, and I was like, you know, so the smallest one was clearly not even big enough for Hope, right? That's That was clear. And I wanted it to be for both kids. We don't normally get them expensive presents like this. This thing's like $2,500. Well, I... There aren't many $2,500 presents that you can have if you don't have a little land to drive them on. I mean, unless you get your kids some, like, a piano or some right. crazy computer or something, some mixing software. But <laughs> So um, the smallest one was a no-go, and it was between the large and the medium. And uh, the truth is Hope, who next week is going to be driving real cars, is ready for the larger one. And, uh, you know, with Colin, it's like, all right, it's... Be careful, grow into it. Hopefully I don't regret this horribly. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, and I was talking to the guy. I was like, is this going to like get away from him or whatever? And he's like, you're going to teach him how to drive it just like any other vehicle. You'll sit there and you'll tell him what to do and, you know, manage his control. And these stakes are real and, and go. Whereas the the smaller one, like it, it was, it wasn't really appropriate. It was a little small for Hope and it was stupid for me. So we got the one that, that worked for adults too. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely the right decision. You're going to enjoy that thing. It's going to be yeah. with a, when I come over, we're going to get in that thing and zip around and look at the property. Dude, what, here's what, before you come over, I'll let the grass grow for four weeks. Let it get like <laughs> knee high. And then I'll take the mower and I'll carve out a track. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go for time. We'll race for pinks. Oh, so. God. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, now, okay. that looks like an expensive buggy, but mine, uh, I, mine's really expensive. Uh, the racing for pinks is just a joke. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I forgot you could bring your buggy, too. It would be a blast, I man. Like, I feel like mine would tear up your grass pretty bad, though. It might. Like this like one a... might tear up my grass, too. I don't even... And I'm not sure how durable it is. That, that idea, by the way, isn't unique to me. That the, the, the sellers did it. Yeah. So, um, I, it, we, even, go on. 
we had a um, that little area that that valley that we were shooting in. I told mm-hmm. you that used to be a little track where we would race old salvaged cars around. That that's fun to do. I bet. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm trying to figure. I don't know. We'll see how much it tears up the yard and how much it matters, right? Like, I call it yard because where I'm from, that's the only thing we ever called grass, but it's not. It's pasture, and you know, there's a different level of like, you know, how well you keep those things. If there's a little. Yeah. You know, it, it, I think what people plant in pastures are considered weeds in yards, but they like it in a pasture. I, I, how, how fast does that thing go? Uh, it, I remember the number being pretty high. Um, I, I want to say 40 or 50. I wonder, um, I bet if you look, because it's often true with those kind of vehicles, there's a community of guys out there who like to mod them. And I mm. bet there's people out there doing stuff to them that makes them pretty extreme. I bet. I know um, a friend of mine got a... I don't even remember what it was, but it was one of these like off-road ATV things. It looked a bit like a similar... Sh- you're, you're breaking up, Kyle. Can you hear me what okay? You should- oh, yeah. Um, what, what were you saying? Uh, my buddy got uh, one of these super off-road like ATV things, a two-seater, and that thing would climb anything. And I know, but but I know they had modified it a bunch. Like like he bought it for like twelve thousand dollars, and then he sunk another three thousand into it, like just modifying stuff immediately. That thing was incredible. It, it seemed like it couldn't flip. <laughs> so we drove up a mountain on it. I definitely found the right model. I've got the price right. It doesn't show what the top speed is on the specs. But I think the guy said it went 40 or 50 miles an hour. And mm. I was like, does it go that fast with me in it? And he's like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I thought maybe, you know, you needed like a 60-pound kid to, to do that. My yeah. friend had a go-kart, and it ran with like a stupid lawnmower engine type thing. Um, You're like really low to the ground? Yeah, really low to the ground. No suspension, no roll yeah. cage, just a... Scary. You know, if you tip it, you just come out of there. And the the, the steering is so responsive. Like, yeah, just like, you know, like if you like go the wrong way, then overcompensate. <laughs> yeah. You go all it hell. takes to go all the way to the left is this. Yeah. This is all the way. Like in a normal car, you would do this. But on a go-kart, on those go-karts, it was this. This would fucking flip the go-kart. If you it, it, ever like hit a rock and you had, to, you like did that when the front right tire hit the rock, you flipped. And the and thing maybe is, you died. like as Kyle mentions, this is all the way. The thing is, this is still a whole hell of a lot. Like, you're halfway. That's like turning the wheel a whole revolution in a car. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, me being inexperienced, I just turned a little bit and things are going crazy and uh, whatever. But, um, but yeah, I think this goes 40 or 50, and he says it's the adult-sized one, and, and I'll yeah, be able to buzz badass. around and play with it, too. That's badass. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah. That's... I think that that's one of the cooler purchases you've made lately, and you bought some cool shit. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be fun. So, oh, and um, also they were totally cool with just leaving it there. Like, because I wasn't sure where I could hide it. Like, I, I have places I could put it, like, you know, my garage, my new garage, my stable, the, the, the we have a guest house. And, but um, all those places didn't seem to work. Like, it, they'd be discovered. I couldn't hide them there. But he's like, yeah, it's just normal, totally normal. He's like, we'll just put a sign, sold, do not sit, and uh, and keep it here. Just give me a few days notice and whatever. So. That's great. Are you gonna are you gonna like break it in and drive it a little yourself, or are you just gonna like show up brand new and give it to him? Um, 
I don't know. I, I had in my head like the whole bow situation. You know? Oh yeah, that's like, cool. I've never had that. Open the garage door, a giant oversized bow. You know, oh, that's cool, that dude. Kind of thing. Yeah, nobody ever did that for me. Nobody ever put a bow in my hand. That one's yours. Like I've been <laughs> given some nice things. Don't get me wrong. Like like it's, I'm not I, I'm not claiming that. But the bow would have been a nice touch. Yeah, right. I think that yeah. it's it's probably particularly easy this time of year. Like you can get bows for putting on a front door. That would be appropriate yeah. for a large gift like that. So um, so that should be a really kick-ass good time. What if you wrapped it? What if it was in a giant box? You know, I don't love them that much. <laughs> what if it was in a giant box and you you was, you had like 8,000 dominoes set up that Colin could tip one and it created a Rube Goldberg machine that would slowly slice the box apart until it... <laughs> Blue open, revealing the go kart. That is a brilliant idea. Now that's what a dad who really loves a kid do, <laughs> um, and is also unemployed. So check out this link. Um, I wish I could show this with people who are not in the video thing, but it has a cool dash. It has like a speedometer on the dash and a. Oh wow! Yeah. This thing's pretty nifty. Dude. It has a I, horn. I, I didn't even know it had a horn. I had no idea this was I really thought something different when I heard go-kart but this is this is yeah. like a little car like like this is yeah. I bet you can drive you can probably drive this on the road there I know in Georgia you could take this right out you'd be good <laughs> Wait, seriously like they they've got a law that allows uh, really? golf car golf carts so like this thing would all you got to have is like a lap belt or something I don't know they've got ridiculous laws yeah this has got a five-point harness and and a spot in the back for your cooler so Colin can down bruise while he breaks the law. <laughs> uh, but it's, I'm, I'm really excited about this present. I feel like it's going to be a good Christmas. And uh, we're going to Jersey somewhere around Christmas. So I think what we're going to do is celebrate Christmas. Like, I don't know, I'll make up a thing like the 19th or 20th here. And then um, do a second Christmas with the family, Jackie's family. That's so. cool. So it's got it's got 149 cc oil cooled four stroke four stroke uh, engine. It's got a CVT transmission. This is gonna be really fun. Rack and pinion, five point harness, hydraulic disc brakes on the rear and the front. That's <laughs> what the fuck is this? I can't believe that. <laughs> it's kind of cheap for for rear all that you get. Arm. Wow, this thing is very nice. Yeah. Um. You're gonna have so much fun with this shit. I, I just saw the price. Did did you have to? Was it exactly that? Is that what you paid? Um. He knocked fifty bucks off it. I think. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, he. I doubt they're making that much. They're probably making like three or four hundred dollars. I, I know you can get it cheaper. Um, if you yeah. assemble it yourself and stuff like that. But uh, I read some people online. Like I know one guy was like, you know, I'm kind of handy. I decided to assemble it myself. I was ready. I was not ready. I immediately took it back to the dealer and asked them to assemble it for me. I was like, I don't want to put up with all that. Is this the nicest one they make? Is, or I guess um, maybe I should say the most extreme one. I think there's... I'm looking at this GTS Platinum thing. I'm yeah, trying to I think the Platinum might just have more features. Brushed aluminum wheels, gas shocks, digital speedometer, dual headlights, horns, all, uh, all wheel fenders, Canopy top, twelve volt outlet. Um, let's see what the specs are. It's it's three hundred dollars more. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to see what the engine is. I, I can see that the wheels are different, and there's like some 
brushed aluminum type stuff. I bet the nitrogen gas shocks, maybe that's nicer. Same engine. That's all I would care about. It's same engine, same transmission. A three-point harness. I don't... It, it just looks a little bit more aggressive. It looks like it's got some plastic added to it, but... Yeah, I think it's it's the... Um, uh, oh, wait, it's 250 cc's. Oh. Uh, is it? Not... 249. The GTS Platinum is 150. Oh, okay, I'm looking in this... Never mind. I, I, cl I clicked the compare models thing, and I was looking at the wrong column. Oh, okay. Um, which makes sense. But yeah, so... Uh, uh, Anyway, it should be cool. I don't know if I, I... I thought about other ones, like 250 and stuff, but you're getting into... Collins 11. You know, it's, maybe it's good if it's not 250. I, I mean, mean, if you if you decide it's not, maybe next year you get another one, you got, then you can race them. Good. I like the way you're talking. Or, like I said, you could always make it faster. I bet you could get a lot more than you're getting out of this, this engine. I bet you could, you could yeah. have some fun with it. But... Yeah. If He's you never wanted steered it. anything before. <laughs> like, I'm just saying if you wanted it. Yeah, yeah. He might be a regular Mario Andretti. There might be a phase two down the line. Let, let's let him start at phase one. But uh, but this it's should a be a very Merry Christmas. It's going to be a good time. But we won't be in the new house, I don't think. Which is a bummer. Uh, it's gonna, you're going to be the coolest kids on that fucking uh, street. We're going to do laps that around was, that motherfucker. That was part of the thing. Like, um, I think it'd be really, really neat if, like, People came over and played with Hope, and she had something for them to do here, you know. Instead of just being like a big field with with emptiness, like you want to go go kart racing, you want to go shooting, you want to like oh, make it an entertainment center, have yeah. friends come over, It'd be fun. Absolutely, so. it makes me want to come over. I want to come drive that fucking thing. That looks fun. That sounds good, man. Bring your uh, post hole digger. Oh God! Oh, dude, <laughs> I've got the most ultimate post hole. I I was talking to my dad and his friend today. I was because we're going to get those um, telephone poles tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I was like, and my my dad's friend Ronnie used to be uh, a lineman for like the EMC, uh, the the elect the electric it's electrical company, and um, so he's done this. He's put power poles in the ground and then climbed up the power pole he put in the ground and hooked the cables up and done the whole thing. He's the and guy I'm you like, want. Yeah, well, he's very old now and okay. like, and he's frail. From from several different he's he's he's, he's not well like, like he just kind of hate, he hangs this was around his job but he wasn't good at it <laughs> well, well, he's accidents old. he did this shit twenty thirty years ago now mm -hmm. he just kind of drinks natural light and tries not to die of one of his many ailments <laughs> like poor Ronnie is I love the guy he's a great man I've known him for fifteen years but he's not healthy okay uh, he's not gonna be digging these holes and I'm asking him I'm like how deep do I dig these fucking holes man I was like. Because, you know, the post hole diggers are only five feet long. Like, do I have to lay on my belly and really keep going? He's like, well, depends how long the, the, the pole is. I was like, well, how long are they, Dad? And he was like, about 40 feet. And I was like, shit. He, he's like, well, sometimes I put them in six feet. I have put them in eight feet. And I've seen them ten foot. I was like, how do you even dig that hole? You get down in it. Spade and shovel. <laughs> and I'm just no like, way. I'm just That's like, wrong nah. answer. I was just like, well, we'll do our six feet <laughs> <laughs> and put concrete in there because yeah. I'm not getting down in there, spade and shovel. Like this isn't gonna be another. I don't know if you've ever seen There Will Be Blood, but there's a scene at the beginning where Daniel Day Lewis's character is down in this mine 
and it's literally just this this muddy pit down there that he's digging in. It looks like the it looks like the worst work ever. It literally digging yourself into a hole. I'm not doing that. But I do have to dig like some six foot deep holes that are gonna be like this big around, like because it's a telephone pole that's going in there. You gonna it's put like, it in concrete? I'm gonna pour a couple bags of like quickcrete down there and then just Oh, and then let know. the water turn it into some sort of almost concrete type mix. It turns into like an upside down lollipop by the time it's done. It it gets hard. Like Does I've, it get hard? I've, I've never pulled yeah, one. I've pulled them before and like you you end up with like I, it would make a really good weapon if you were a giant troll or something because it's this pole and it's like a, it's a lollipop of it's a concrete lollipop and it's just really on there good especially if you pour some gravel into. Um, yeah, heck, you might want to bring some like lumber just to hold it upright while it dries. Like think ahead. Oh, it'll bit. we'll we'll pack it down and and I'm gonna have to have support cables and everything yeah, to yeah. put some of the loads we're talking about on it. Um, I know the cable can do it. The cable can do. 10,000 pounds, I want to say, but, um, you know, the mm. supporting those things is going to be interesting. It's a real project we're going to do. I'm going to film it. Yeah, good call. Maybe the second channel, but I think that's yeah. PKN, Painkiller Nearly, episode 17. Yeah, that so was a good one. I had fun. I thought it was good, too. Hopefully people didn't agree. <laughs> nah, they don't like it. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Later.